how's it going, everybody? And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Average Like Podcast. I am your host, Hunter Maruso, and I'm joined here today by Jeremy Cassidy, <laughs> Matt Holmeyer, hello, and Callan Edgeland. Thank you. Uh, guys, sorry we haven't been uh, recording the last two weeks. There's been a lot of shit that's been going on, so Jeremy, fill us in, please. Yeah, we missed out on Memorial Day, and then we thought last week with the events, uh, you know, and the curfew in Omaha and everything, we thought it was best to just push it off another week, but we're back. We're here to talk about more dumb shit, hopefully take your mind off things for a little while, but that'll be after the news, because fucking nothing else happened except for <laughs> crazy shit. So. Yeah, well, one thing that's good is that coronavirus disappeared. Mm, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I woke up with a sore throat this morning, so who knows? Oh, you're so fucked. I know. Um, no, I think the cases in coronavirus are up to like 2 million in the U.S. or something like that. Didn't see the news didn't happen. Yeah. CNN mm. didn't report it. I don't know. Maybe they did. Fake I wasn't news. watching. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, speaking of craziness, protests against police brutality occurred in all 50 states. Uh, after the death of George Floyd, who was killed by a Minneapolis police officer. Um, and on that note, Democrats have drafted a police reform bill that is expected to be presented to the House of Representatives in the coming days. So we'll see where that goes. There's not a lot of hope for it once it gets to the Senate, but, uh, you know, we'll see. Um, bail was set for Derek Chauvin, the police officer who killed George Floyd, at $1 million with conditions, um, which include relinquishing all firearms not returning to work for any sort of security or law enforcement um and a couple other things i think staying in uh minneapolis was one of them too um real quick sorry real quick on bail i don't really know how bail works like if you if someone pays your bail and you still lose your case do they get their bail money back don't think so i also no, don't, I don't think, think so no okay. i don't know 100 percent, but i i yeah. don't think that they it's do. just yeah it's it's the amount you have to pay to get out of jail before your court date correct and okay. i think that is what it is yeah gotcha but that once you spend that money that money's spent i think although i don't know if you win your case if you get it back either if you get it back i, I don't, don't know i don't think you do either way i'll look it up i always thought going. it was like a retainer yeah. or something but yeah, it might know. be or there might be like a there's also something to do with like paying like 10 percent of it up front and so oh. like if it's set at like a million dollars you can pay like a hundred grand up front and then if you lose you have to pay all of it and if you don't lose then you only pay the 10 percent. i don't know it, it's i thought it's, it was like do part you of the... get bail money back if the person is not released oh i think they mean if like they just right bail money is refunded if the person must remain in jail but uh, mm. after the defendant has been a uh, charges have been dropped. The money will be returned to the person. Sorry, y'all keep going. I'll 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 keep reading. Yeah. Okay. Um, Forest Fen's treasure, hidden for over a decade in the Rocky Mountains, uh, was finally found. I'm glad you talked about that. Yeah. I read that. That is so cool. Yeah, it was awesome. He was an uh, what was he? He was an art dealer, like a millionaire art dealer who left a chest that weighed something like 40 or 50 pounds full of gold nuggets and jewels and yeah. stuff like that in the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. And he wrote a book about it and left a bunch of clues in the poetry. And I think three or four people died trying to find it. Yeah, like multiple it, people. Like, like he, he like always said that he wasn't going to give any more hints about it until like because he left enough clues in the book. Um, but after like I think the second person died looking for it or something he was like all right guys i was 80 when i hid the fucking treasure <laughs> yeah he's like 89 now. yeah he's like 90 now and so um he's like i was 80 like it wasn't somewhere that's super dangerous to get to because i was fucking 80 um <laughs> but yeah someone found it that and just let it ride like, <laughs> well it was estimated legendary. over like th- like three hundred thousand people had gone like yeah. looking for this treasure over the time period so yeah. it was i was reading the article today and like i watched a little video or whatever that's freaking cool man yeah and the guy who found it they didn't want to like he didn't want to he wanted to stay in, yeah, yeah he anonymous. wanted to remain anonymous so mm. um but yeah it was found um apparently it was an east coast guy is yeah, what the author said and that's all that's all we know about him um i wish they would have shown where it was hidden like i want to know because i you watch did you watch the little video there's like a lady who went and just she found some like cave and was taking pictures and flashlights and stuff and I'm like that's a lot of ground to cover i wish that he would have shown where he hit the chest that that many people couldn't find it yeah but. yeah that would be cool to know where it was because the it, the guy confirmed it was somewhere between like san antonio or not san antonio um san whatever the fuck southern california 
and um, like the Canadian border. So it was like all of the Rocky Mountains, <laughs> and it was like there were clues to it in his book of poetry that he published. But that was that was writing about it. writing that poetry in a way that's just obscure enough to where people don't obviously see your clues would be so hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it, it, takes, it was estimated that that chest was like over a million dollars. Yeah, I think yeah. It, I think it, yeah, over two million dollars. Oh, I think was the estimate. Oh man, because it was just gold and jewels and shit. You gotta have jewels in your treasure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not treasure. Were there any doubloons? I think so. I don't really know. I don't what know. Probably is. should I have snuck so. something haunted in there. I bet there is, like the Annabelle doll. Yeah, the Annabelle doll. <laughs> That'd be fucking shitty. You write about a treasure that you hid, and you just give them a cursed object <laughs> when they find it. It'd be baller if you were the one who found it, but instead of removing it, you just uh, put a bunch of haunted shit around it for the next person. Oh, yeah, like God. it's like an old pirate skeleton <laughs> that you gotta like remove the bones of his hands <laughs> to get to the chest. That's just from Treasure Planet. If you guys have Hmm. Anyways, um, Joe Biden officially won enough delegates to clinch the Democratic nomination in this year's upcoming election. Um, Several former high-ranking military officers, including General James Mattis, spoke out against Donald Trump and published statements. (coughs) And Roger Goodell also released a statement video apologizing to NFL players and supporting the Black Lives Matter movement after a host of prominent NFL players, including Patrick Mahomes, uh, pressured him to do so. Fuck Roger Goodell. Yeah, fuck that guy. That's yeah, a pussy. He sucks. Yeah. Yep. But yep. Uh, you know, we could sit here and talk for probably an hour about all the shit that's gone down in the last two weeks. We really could. But instead, we, we are won't. Not, yeah, we're Let's not. Let's get on with our lives. Yeah, it's terrible. We we gotta entertain the people because that's all that there's pretty much on social media right now. So yeah, we'll move on. We're gonna move on. We're okay. gonna do questions of the week. Okay. So we got some questions as I'm sure you guys are so excited about. So we will not be playing Ask the Internet this week. We're just going to answer our user-submitted questions. So, Callan, the first question is, what would you rather have for lunch, a mayo and banana sandwich or a mayo and sliced apple sandwich? I like how you start the food question with me. I I did that on purpose. (laughs) Yeah. So here's the problem. I've only had mayo, I think, once my entire life. What? And <laughs> that is ridiculous. That is unbelievable. I don't like I didn't like it the one time I had it. It never looked good before that, so and I don't like bananas. I love apples. So I'm choosing mayo and apples. Alright. Did we say what kind of bread? Uh no the the question did not, but I, I How about a bagel? I vaguely sure if you want a bagel. I remember right, mine's he, on said, a bagel. he said something <laughs> about like Apparently he's like, this is fucking disgusting, but some people do that where I'm at, so I want to hear what you guys. Oh, some people actually yeah. eat this. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what he said. Supposed to be disgusting. Yeah. Mm. No, he he said oh. some people actually eat this shit, and I'm like, oh my god, this is gross. I think if you put it on toast, it wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, that was With, my exact thought. Well, the I, problem it, uh, minus the mayo. I, I regardless of the mayo just kills it. Uh, uh, mayo I, banana doesn't seem that horrible. I, is that what you're I'm choosing? In the same boat. I agree. Really? I think that, I think if you put it on toast, the the burnt flavor of the toast is going to obscure a lot of the grossness. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna. The toast is. If it was just on so white just bread, you're just getting mushy. If it was, if it was just untoasted <laughs> yeah. bread, then I'd pick the apples. If it's toasted bread, I'm going bananas because you need a little bit of that that texture difference. See, in I'm there. I, I'm picking apples either way because of the texture and like the the mushiness of the bananas with the mayo. Yeah, it doesn't vote I think well banana might be a stronger flavor though. Mm. I also can't eat a whole banana without my tongue. I think it's all the, I don't know what it is. I think it's the potassium. But the same thing with almonds. If I eat too many almonds, my tongue just gets a little. Oh, like, you bubbly. got a food allergy. I, I, <laughs> you, just, you look genuinely Callan happy. Is yeah, giddy about that. But Callan, you know what's might make you feel good? What? I can't eat shrimp anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Because of food allergy? I used to be able to eat shrimp, and then now it just ruins me. Yeah, I get all gassy when I eat shrimp, so that's Real bad gas. I love shrimp. You remember that, like, two-week period where you were gluten intolerant? (laughs) It was longer than two weeks, (laughs) and I am a survivor. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) All right. All right, so you two are doing banana. Yeah, Yeah, we're going banana. And I'm doing apples on a cinnamon raisin bagel. (laughs) I like Ooh, that. Ooh, cinnamon raisin bagel is a power move. Callan, I'll, I'll join you. counteracts the mayo even further. I was just saying that to try and be funny. I don't like those. What? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, I don't like raisins. Oh I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this, that, that bagel, the bagel choice with yeah. apples. Jeremy was talking about grapes earlier. I like grapes. 
but I don't like grapes. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about, about grapes, grapes earlier. <laughs> You're going to have to check out the bonus episode to hear that uh, was, context. Uh, I've actually talked about grapes twice today. But yeah, well, the first time was real grapes. Yeah. They'll, they'll, don't feed your dog grapes. <laughs> they'll kill your dog. Yeah. All right. Good to know. Uh, the second question, Jeremy, what's the worst punishment that you received as a child? So I had a tough time with this one because my parents just pretty much punished me by grounding me every time I got in trouble. I didn't have any like weird punishments or you know anything like that. They'd just be like, we don't want to hear from you for a week. So shut up and go away. <laughs> um, but I remember one time, I think I was seven or eight, and we were getting ready to leave uh, on a trip to Europe. I have family that lives in Europe, and so we were going to go stay with them for a little bit. Um, and uh, I was getting ready for bed, and I think my mom was already in bed. So um, she had me come over and like give her a kiss before I went to bed. And instead of giving her a kiss, I went <laughs> right in her face. And she did not take very kindly to that. I was trying to be funny. Uh, that was not the time, apparently. And I got grounded for the two weeks leading up to our Europe trip. Oh two my weeks God. for that? Man, two was, straight weeks. Yeah, she, she was, not in a good she was mood. pissed. That was, yeah, I mean, that would have been, you know, a one day or most other times <laughs> I, don't, I think i just timed I'm that really honest, poorly i don't think that's just grounds for getting grounded <laughs> well i feel like we don't as people who are not yet parents we don't realize that just the degree of frustration that comes with children and i feel like it just yeah. depends on the day depends on the situation yeah it depends on the moment really i yeah. think yeah she probably had a shitty day you have two weeks <laughs> sometimes i think about i come home it and felt my, really harsh but i think <laughs> i think she probably like she said two weeks that day and then she was like but well, i was probably a little bit harsh but i'm sticking to it because <laughs> i don't want to look soft <laughs> I, I used to work at a day camp where i was like in charge of watching like first and second graders and i was always the one giving out the harsh punishments like they would be like oh you have to sit out like five minutes at the pool when my kids are sitting out like an hour and a half <laughs> Jesus Christ. you gotta write an essay yeah <laughs> an hour and a half at the side of the pool no sunscreen yeah and then i i remember i fell asleep on like the <laughs> chair like watching the pool because the lifeguards were there and they were watching all the kids so i wasn't doing anything yeah and some kid just came up and like threw water on me which I mean was probably good because I was supposed to be like watching the kids, but then I, I put him in timeout. <laughs> what a what a nice guy. Yep, Matt. Um, okay, so my uh, my punishment is just a, a run of the mill spanking, but it was the way in which my parents decided to carry this out that made it memorable. Um, so I don't remember what I did. I was probably in like second or third grade. I was pretty young. Um, and I live five minutes, if that, from my elementary school at the time. And my parents were driving me there in, in the minivan. And we pull up to the school. And our school, it, it, school started at whatever time. And kids always got there early. So they would make us line up outside for the first, like, 30 minutes while we were waiting to go inside. And so the entire school is lined up outside the front door. <laughs> and I did something to piss my dad off. And he pulls up on the little roundabout, direct, probably five feet from the crowd of every single kid I go to school with, and slides open the door. And that is the place where he fucking bends me over his knee and gives me this brutal spanking in front of every single kid at the school. And I just got up and I was like, God damn. I, like, I, I, I don't know what I did, but I guarantee you I never did it again. I probably just blocked that out of my memory just yeah, out of I feel like don't sadness. ever do this ever again. Yeah. You probably aren't even capable of doing whatever it was he did anymore. <laughs> he, just, he rewired my brain chemistry. <laughs> and, I mean, it worked, I guess. So. This is quite the power move. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> He, to this day, claims he doesn't remember doing that, but I fucking yeah, remember. You remember. <laughs> I remember. Nice. What about you, Callan? So, I I was, like, a goody two-shoes as a kid. Like, I really never got in trouble too much, but the one funny punishment I had one time was that I was, like, 15, and I did something where I was acting out, and my parents didn't really know what to do. So my mom just made me sit in timeout for 15 minutes at, like, <laughs> at like 15 years old. <laughs> Huh. So you made like made me grab a kitchen chair and face it towards the wall, and I just sit there for fifteen minutes. And emotionally, I was like, "This is so stupid." And then as time went on, I just kept thinking about how stupid it was. And then yeah, I was like, "All right, you know what? I don't ever have to do this." Again. <laughs> wow. 
Honestly, yeah. If, if you as a parent have enough influence over your teenager to make them sit in time out for 15 minutes, yep. just, that probably is a pretty effective strategy. My parents yeah. did that to me as a child, and they, but they make me go stand in the corner, and my way to rebel, they had like wallpaper, I would lick the fucking walls. <laughs> <laughs> it probably explains a lot about me now. But All yeah, that I used lead to, poisoning. Yeah, I would I'd just lick the walls. And I told my parents that now, like within the last year or two, I was like, yeah, I would just lick the shit out of the corners of the walls, and they're like, "You're a fucking idiot." I'm like, <laughs> yeah, well. but that wasn't mine. Mine, I don't know what I did. I was probably in eighth grade, but I got grounded from my room, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't go in my room. So I said, "Where do you want me to fucking sleep?" And they're like, "I don't care." So I'm, <laughs> I slept in the bathtub, <laughs> and, I <was> <laughs> and I was just like, "Okay." So I just grabbed a bunch of blankets and my pillow because they they would not let me in my room. And I was like, can I go in there to grab blankets? And my dad watched me. He's like, yeah, sure. He goes, I'm going to wash you. I'm like, okay. And I watched <laughs> a bunch of blankets and pillows. And the bathroom was right next to it. So I just pulled all of it in there and I said, okay, good night. <laughs> just slept in there. Jo- jokes on them if an earthquake happened. It's true. Because you were taking sick. up all the space in yeah. the bathtub. And- ah, damn it. Yeah, I also don't know what I did, but um, I probably did not do it again because sleeping in a bathtub is very uncomfortable. So... That was uh, that was mine. And the last question, Mr. Holtmeyer. Yes. What commercial will always be stuck in your head? Ooh, sock and boppers. <laughs> sock and boppers. Sock and uh, boppers. Yeah. That is like I feel like when, from when I remember that was probably like early to mid two thousands. But it seems like the prototypical nineties commercial, like the way it's just sock and boppers, yeah. and, and it goes more fun than a pillow fight. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just fucking amazing. It does. Yeah, that one's pretty good. What about you? Me. Sure. Actually, we'll go Callen. All right. All right. So my, <laughs> mine started out, it's three guys in a living room. Then they look at the wall and they hear, ch, 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 puppy monkey baby. <laughs> puppy monkey baby. And then the this like is... pug the pug face goes up and like you think he's going to give the guy a lap dance or something. and But he doesn't. He just licks him on the face. Is this Mountain Dew? It's Mountain Dew Kickstart. Yeah. So I had, <laughs> like, I, had to, I had to look back at, like, where did that come from and how is that related? And it was because it was, like, three things combined. And it was <laughs> dew, juice, and caffeine. And that was the inspiration for that commercial. But I always think that one's hilarious. Yeah, I do. I vaguely remember that one. What about you, Jared? Hello, mother. <laughs> Hello, Hello, father. Oh, yeah. Fleece Please takes mosquitoes. Really bother. Thanks, Thanks for, for the, the package. package. That's, That's why I'm writing. writing. No free ads, really. Stop. Oh. <laughs> All the biting. Well done. Yeah, that commercial. Yeah, I, I know I every say, word of that I commercial. I also think I know every word of yep. that commercial. I remember actually being at your house throughout middle school and high school, and every time that commercial would come on, your parents would be watching Fox News or whatever the fuck, and that commercial would come on, and we'd, all, we'd both just sing along to it every time. I still know every word of that commercial. Yep, I do too. So... For me, the two that I, there's two that are always like when I think of commercials, I always think of Meow Mix. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the jingle always gets me. So anytime I hear commercial, I'm like, oh, Meow Mix. But that one are um, begging strips. Yeah. Yeah. Chew, um, yummy, smoky, begging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm begging. I love you. I'm begging. I love you. <laughs> uh, we, we really lived in the prime time of commercials. <laughs> and then I always think of the uh, the Tyrion Lannister, uh, the Super Bowl one with. Uh, what's his name uh in the picture uh, you're really crushing this the, description <laughs> the bud knight it, w- it was about i think it was about light commercial huh. but it was it was huh. um maybe it wasn't i was if um, this may not be the same commercial but i was so happy when it, the dragon just burned up the bud knight because i thought i'd never have to see him again and then they brought him back i was like that was so stupid <laughs> just keep him dead i mean lannister huh. commercial yeah, I have no idea. What it's the oh about. no, it was, it was uh, the fire and ice, the Doritos uh, Mountain Dew ice and the Doritos mm-hmm. Blaze one. Um, oh, like with the portraits on the wall singing. Yeah, and, shit. and it was Peter Dinklage and whatever the hell the fucking rapper dude's name is. Lil Wayne. You can you can Common. do the song. Ludicrous. No. Oh, Busta Rhymes. Busta. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I always think of that one because I. Was oh yeah, really, you know what? Really, now really that you say that, that I do remember that commercial. Yeah. 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 Uh, how'd that Busta Rhymes part go? Huh? I can't do it. Matt oh. can do it. Uh, I've retired. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, 
Yeah, I was like, that was probably one of the funnier ones for me because it was just so out of left field. And I was like, what the fuck is happening when I watched it for the first time? So those are probably my uh, top two. Hmm. Um, oh, what the fuck? You get some goo on you? There's sawdust on my chair. Huh. Anyway, um, oh. Callan, it's your turn for the segment, brother. Oh, yeah, you guys are always curious about some of the cool food things that I do. <laughs> cool is a stretch. Yeah, cool and is a word. curious is also a stretch. Cool to me. <laughs> so, when I was a kid, about, you know, 16 or 17, um, I used to chew just sunflower seeds whole without getting, like, the seeds out of them. Just chew the shells as well, because I couldn't really master, like, how to get the seed out. And I would just eat those. You just eat the whole seed? The whole seed. Do you ever poop them out? Yeah, that's... that's yeah, I don't know where else they'd be. <laughs> <laughs> I also... I, I gave that a trial one run once. I was like, why don't we just eat the whole thing? Like, it's not that bad to chew up. Mm-hmm. And I learned my lesson pooping them out. And it's because it hurts when you poop them out. I don't oh, remember Cal- that part Cal- of it. has got a steel beehole. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. I remember taking one of the worst shits of my life. Like, blood <laughs> on the toilet paper shits. <laughs> Because it was just scraping up my beehole after I ate all the sunflower seeds. So. Oh my god! Jeremy's got PTSD from that yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't do that shit anymore. Well, you got a bidet now, so if, like if it. Why do you keep saying? It's not bidet? a bidet. Isn't it bidet? Bidet. Bidet. B i d e t. Bidet. Ah, yeah, that's how you spell it. Yeah, yeah, I was just describing that right before this. I installed it today, and I used it for the first time to try it out. It's pretty nice. Yeah, I'm excited to come shit at your house. Would you describe it as pleasurable? No, <laughs> no, I would not. Hmm. And if I did, you guys would make fun Here's, of me for that. <laughs> huh. Why you, is it? Why is it Joe Biden and not Joe Biden? Why is it bidet instead of bid it? Bite it. Bid it. <laughs> to bite it. <laughs> um, I was gonna say something, but I forgot. Oh yeah, I used to. Um, when I had sunflower seeds, I had the same problem of being too dumb to figure out how to get the seed out. So I would just suck on them and then spit the whole thing out. I wouldn't eat them at all. <laughs> I used to do that too. <laughs> it seemed like way easier. And I played baseball for most of my childhood, so like I felt like I wanted to be included, but I was just too dumb to figure out how to eat them properly. Did you also chew They're that kind of tricky. I'm still not very good at eating sunflower seeds. I, I, I just don't get them anymore. I haven't eaten them. I, I just gave up, I think. I was talking the big league gum. Big league chew? Yeah, big Hell league chew. yeah. That stuff was delicious. I used to dip. <laughs> like middle just, school baseball i'd just have chewing tobacco in mm. just kidding i never played baseball so, I, was say, I lied did, twice did our middle school even have a baseball team i don't, middle think, school? Did. Mm, I don't think so no either. i don't think so i think it was yeah. all club yeah yeah it definitely was side note i was never good at just like spitting like you know when you're like exercising and it's like really cool to do like where you just spit like onto the field or something i was never good at that is that cool to do? How are you bad at spitting? Yeah, also... I would just always get it on myself. <laughs> 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 like a bit. And it would just go right on, like, my chest, so I just would never do it. <laughs> it, looks du- it doesn't look cool if you, like, lean all the way over and spit. How's I don't get I don't it. understand how spitting is hard. Uh, spitting's kind of cool, though, sometimes. Go get a spittoon. And those are gross. One of my coworkers has one because he's chews tobacco, and he'll fill that thing up, and it is disgusting. Yeah, that is maybe, terrible. Maybe it's a soccer thing, honestly. Well, I guess I, fo- no, football, like, you do it too a little bit. Uh, when I go running, like, I'll like spit I a bunch, yeah. like, but I don't. Well, yeah, whenever I do any sort of cardio, I always get a bunch of phlegm, and I gotta yeah. spit it all out. I think that's normal. But what's so not normal don't. is not being able to. <laughs> yeah, what's, yeah, what's normal is not being physically able. Can we talk for a second about how absolutely horrendous it is when people just carry around a bottle of their spit it's so gross Ooh, yeah, so before gross. my coworker got a spittoon he had he would fill paper cups up and he would keep them for multiple days just sitting and i finally told, i'm like dude you can't do this anymore i'm like this is disgusting <laughs> and it would just fill with just like well it's like at the very least get a can or something you can't see through yeah no he would it, like a, a paper cup he would just spit into and let it fill and you could just see i'm like this is disgusting although i will say that while we're on uh, in this episode, I'm really making my dad look good, but he's a heavy smoker, and um, I'm glad he wasn't a chewer because there have been several times throughout my childhood he would have like a can of Diet Coke or something. I go take a drink and it's just full of cigarette ash because he would just use it as like an <laughs> it's, ashtray. It's better than chew. Yeah, if it was chew, I, I don't think Those I would ever recover from that. Make me not feel good. Yeah, yeah. Mm, terrible. My grandpa, he he chewed and he would fill up like Dr Pepper bottles and cans and stuff with it, 
and it's the same exact color right. as freaking Dr. Pepper. And my oh, I didn't God. do it, but my brother drank it once, and he threw up everywhere. I'm like, Ugh. Ugh. I don't blame that him. I would too. That's worst case scenario. We're going to have to add in like a spot where you're like, all right, if you want to skip all the dip talk, <laughs> skip to this time. There's no skipping the dip. Yeah. You're in it. You dip, I dip, we dip. <laughs> all right. Huh. Um, God, man, you know, what, what blows my mind more than anything else is even though we haven't recorded in the last two weeks, our lights are still on. You guys, oh, yeah. How's that possible? Actually, the light's off in here right now. That's true. AC's on, though. AC is on. Hey. Power. Mm-hmm. Power. Mm-hmm. Um, it's possible because of those great folks who choose to support us despite the absurd, uninteresting content we happen to provide. That's true. So let's give it up for them. Hey, man. Everybody out here knows Average Length Podcast is presented by Preston Shoulders. I like them shoulders. Those are nice shoulders. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, I think it's time for a take de la hot via Jake. All right, I'm going to continue this lukewarm episode with another lukewarm take. Um, I believe this is more. I like that you set expectations low for yourself. Well, I've learned over my lifetime to do that. (laughs) I thrive under low expectations and no accountability. (laughs) That's real sad, but continue. Um, okay, so this is more of a local thing, uh, but I think the point is is applicable to people on a broad level. Um, Bushwhackers is the best bar in Omaha, bar none. Not even close. <laughs> Dislike. Um. Dislike reaction. Yeah, I don't. I, you knew Jeremy was going to be. Yeah. Was veto this well, yeah, obviously. Um, I think best bar in town is pushing it a little bit maybe in ralston <laughs> that's like I got the that only in the bowling bar alley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's like it yeah i take the bowling alley. yeah i think i'd For still context, rather take this the this is alley. probably like the main country bar in omaha yeah if you don't know where well, there's, that, there's is. the other really really popular one too it's, it's the bar yeah, themed for the worst genre of music ever created <laughs> i disagree with you there um i like bushwhackers um i think it, the things i like about it are the drinks are pretty inexpensive, so you're not spending a shit ton of money on drinks. Um, I like country music, so I like going there because they play country music. Um, and the other thing is I don't feel pressured to leave to go to a different bar where you have to pay covers to get in. And then you just keep every hour you keep moving to a different bar. And I'm like, I just want to stay here and drink and just yeah. have fun with it my friends. It is one nice thing about That's it because it's, it's secluded. Yeah. I actually think so. Um, I, I'm a fan of country music, though. I typically i'm not a fan of like mainstream radio country which is what they play so it's like the music for me is is whatever um but i think all things about the bar considered when compared to other bars in omaha it blows them out of the water number one it's always full of people but the square footage is about three times the size of any other bar you could find so it's never shoulder to shoulder packed despite the fact that you can fit more people in there so it's a great like party atmosphere but it also has a whole bunch of tables you go to half the bars downtown Omaha, it's just standing room only. You're just standing there, packed in a crowd full of people, and it's like, it's whatever. This place, you can either be on a dance floor, you can be standing in a crowd of people, you can have a chair, you can have a couch. You can Not ride only, the bowl. There's a, there's a yeah, mechanical bowl. They have like eight different pool tables, a shuffleboard table, dartboards. They have an outdoor smoking area. They have a dance floor. They have two separate bars with some of the cheapest drinks in Omaha. All things considered, it has the best perks of any bar in, in the city. And I think that the reason I think this is, brought, like, I think these are the qualities people should look for in a bar as opposed to just going to the bar that's most popular which is usually like a club that you have to pay $25 to get into you're overpaying for drinks and you can't hear the person you're standing next to I just think that that atmosphere is overrated while I I agree with you that that atmosphere is overrated uh, there are plenty of bars in Omaha that don't have that atmosphere and I would rather jam my dick into an apple slicer than (laughs) listen to country music for more than 10 seconds Uh, so fuck that place like That's the middle part of the apple slicer? <laughs> <laughs> like Any where, part. The, where the core goes? Because you choice. might be okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Man, that was a really roundabout way. That was a Say good fucking you. burn. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I think just dealer's choice on the part of the apple slicer. <laughs> if you said like a slap chop, that's something else. <laughs> 
No, I, I, I like bushwhackers. <laughs> I, I think it also just kind of depends on, like, what I'm feeling that night. Like, if I'm just feeling like hanging out and drinking versus, like, I mean, no matter what, I'm going to get fucked up. <laughs> that's just what I do when but, I go but out. That's the thing. But I feel like bushwhackers can facilitate any sort of night. It can be a chill night. It could be a pool night. It could be a jamming on the dance floor, getting wasted night. Like, it's it's got everything that you could want. Yeah. The crowd I, there, I, like, I don't know. That's that's the only thing, that, and it depends. And I've, I've, I've gone enough times to know that it's kind of hit and miss. So sometimes you get, like, a really, really fun crowd of younger people, and then sometimes you'll get a crowd of, like, 50-year-old people <laughs> who, like, try and pick up the 20 year olds to go dance on the floor yeah, and i'm like this is weird one time, I, one time i went to bushwhackers <laughs> and i saw this guy who he must have been 60 years old and he was standing there right outside the dance floor not even on the dance floor with two girls who must have, they couldn't have been older than 25 he's got two girls an arm around each of them and they're just swaying back and forth together and i was like this is this is just a dream this is just a great <laughs> that guy's dick was so hard <laughs> he's like i haven't felt this in years yeah that was the first boner he's had in 15 plus years <laughs> i was that there to part, witness it that part's kind of nice i don't have to go out and dance and i can just wait for some 65 year old guy to come up to my wife and be like hey that's, that's you want to tango true. and then i'm like all right cool just go do that and i'll be over here doing something else see i was <laughs> tell myself when i go in there i'm like i'm not gonna dance i'm not gonna dance and then i get fucked up and then someone's like hey you want to dance and i'm like yeah i want to dance well, that's Let's the other go. thing too is like it's because of the the nature of the music you say what you want about country music but you go to it's a trash. bar you go to a bar in downtown omaha that has music and dancing and the dancing you're doing is real weird it's like grind there's there's no in between jumping around in a circle and grinding on somebody <laughs> yeah, we are grinding and, and at bushwhackers you actually have an opportunity to actually dance with somebody and that's that's just something you don't find at most bars that's true that's true mm. I, I i i like this take more than no. some other ones <laughs> Now, we're, so we're disappointed. At least we're, we're split like halfway this on this. At coldest least. fucking take I've ever heard. In yeah, my life. I agree. The fact that you disagree <laughs> with it so vehemently tells me it's a real hot. The day. top <laughs> bar in Omaha, downtown Ralston. Uh, the location is. Irrelevant. I didn't say. I don't agree that it's the number one bar in Omaha, but I also I haven't been to every bar in Omaha, so maybe that's what I should do. I also haven't. I'll, I'll put that stipulation in. I have not seen a better bar. You've been to the Sundowner. That's Sundowner's not pretty better. great. The Sundowner. Is I, know, I guarantee most of the listeners don't know what the Sundowner is. Sundowner, okay. for those of you who've never been there, imagine the best bar you can think of. <laughs> and then think of the complete opposite no, of that, and that's no. the Sundowner. Because <laughs> the Sundowner is shit. See, but when you think of the Sundowner, you just think we had our, our good friend uh, Preston Barrett Peanut, uh, who used to be in this exact hot seat that I'm in currently. <laughs> Um, and we got him so drunk off of wild turkey at the Sundowner that he stole a shopping cart and rode down a hill in it. <laughs> and then the next day didn't leave a couch for 12 hours. Yeah. And I just think that's the Sundowner. That place is legendary. That place is shit. It's I got went one there pool table. One time. It only takes cash. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what's a really, yep. you know what's a really underrated bar in Omaha? It's called the Lemon Drop. Yeah, been there. And I've it's been like there. a biker they used, bar, and that, they have good ass wings. No, they used oh, to. They, used, they moved that, the wings to raise wings. Yeah, raise oh, raise wings was running at that bar. And then so now only bikers go there. Yeah, <laughs> lemon <laughs> lemon drop was only known yeah. the biker bar. Yeah, but that place was with raise wings in the kitchen. That place was. Well, and raise wings got super huge because they moved over to wherever the fuck they are now. Um, over in Midtown. Yeah, in Midtown, and they have that huge area. Cool. And raise wings are good. I think they were way better than when they were in the lemon drop, and they would well, always give you. Extra, right, like now everything. they're overpriced. Yeah, it seems like they're a lot more like a chain than mm -hmm. they were before. Where it seemed like you were getting homemade which, stuff in the back of the bar. That's which is disappointing. That's I didn't were. know any of that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I will take any Irish bar any day over this. I really like the Dubliner. Yeah, I think the Dubliner is a great bar. I think yeah. it's, it's okay. okay. They pack, got good live music a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. It's it's usually not that packed. Okay. Most weekends that I've gone to the, I mean, a few weekends that I've gone to the Dubliner, it's been pretty packed. But most of the time, you can find a table. Sit down, listen to live music. There's usually some guy with a fiddle, which is fucking cool. I will say, if I had to pick my second favorite bar, it'd probably be the Dubliner. They do have, they got two bars in there too. That's good. And sometimes they do have really, really good performers that go in. Yeah. If you have a good live performer, I think that really changes a lot. But I will things. say, my favorite live performer I've ever heard at the Dubliner was a country singer. He could have very, just as easily been at Bushwhackers. My favorite live performer ever is when we were in New Orleans. There was oh, a yeah. jazz guy. Uh, the, mm -hmm. uh, that Mush, one. Mushy music? Yeah. Something like that? Something Follow like on that. Instagram? So that, that just was, Google it. I, I mean, I was pretty intoxicated, but I thought that was the coolest performance I'd ever seen like cool. at a bar. He did really well. Um, okay, cool. Well, we're going to move on. We're going to do a new segment that, uh, that I guess I will run. 
Um, it's called Honesty Hour or Confession Hour. Take your pick. Um, and essentially what we're going to do is, is each one of us is going to come up with a confession, whether it be big or small. Um, and it could have happened yesterday or it could have happened 15 years ago. But we're gonna we're gonna get some confessions out of out of our systems. So, Matt, I'm gonna let you go first, and I'm gonna let you confess. <sighs> I was really hoping you weren't gonna start with me. Hand on the Bible. <laughs> um, I have a real problem with shitting my pants. <laughs> uh, and the problem is not that it happens often. It doesn't happen often. I I actually think that people don't admit it. But it happens to everybody sometimes. Whether you're sick or something like that, it happens to you sometimes. I haven't shit my pants since I was like two. Long time since I have. Nah, you're I, all I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Well, I, maybe I've done it once since I was a child. Here maybe, comes but the I confessions. Don't, I don't remember the content. <laughs> I'm just leaving room for the possibility <laughs> that like, it happened, but I don't remember. I'll it. scratch my ass crack and there might be like a track left behind, but that's the closest. <laughs> That's way grosser than just how right shitting your pants. What? You like you just like pooping your fingernails? No, like <laughs> I'm talking like outside the pants. Like I'm describing. Like if I were describing oh, right like now. you rub a little yeah. little deuce into your undies. Yeah, like there's fair. some gravy left over. That's fair. That is I will say I have I have plenty of experience with dingleberries, but that's not really the same thing. <laughs> We're, um, we already talked about this in pre-recording. I don't want to go back. Again. Hunter, what's the closest you get <laughs> to shit in my pants? Yeah, or do you do that? Uh, <laughs> Let me ask you this: Have you ever had one of those moments where you're going to the bathroom and you can't take your pants off fast enough because it's about to it's about to happen? I, I've I've always been able to take my pants off. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But like, you're you're in the moment and you're sweating and you're like, oh my god, this is about to happen, and your your feet are moving. You're trying to get, you know, you ever ever had that that one time? What? Uh, I haven't seen you way more often than that. No, I don't think I've ever had that checked out, buddy. Honestly, I'm wondering if there's something wrong with me. I think the last time that I shipped my pants, (laughs) I shipped shipped the pants. That would be a that would be a good commercial to be I shipped my pants. Um was probably when I got food poisoning that uh, when we came back from Kansas City that yeah. one time, Callum. I think that was the last time I shit my pants. Um, <laughs> Is that from Chili's and no free ads? No, that was when we went to Denver. I don't know if that's an ad. <laughs> <laughs> shit my pants because I went to Chili's. <laughs> go on over. Wow, it might be an I had ad for Red Robin. <laughs> I was Get, just trying to think of somewhere to go for dinner. <laughs> Get Chili's. You'll shit yourself. <laughs> No, it was when uh, the night we played our soccer championship. Stop it. When I had food poisoning. Oh, yeah. I think that was probably, like, during that whole food poisoning epidemic. I think yeah, it was the last time I probably shit myself. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, so I haven't shit my pants that often, but it has happened at probably the most inopportune times in my life. Uh, one of which I was on stage in front of about 200 people. Um, I don't think anyone noticed I shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I'm aware. Could you imagine sitting in the stands and be like, that dude just shit himself. He definitely just shit. So this story is similar to what you just said. I was sick. I had, I don't know if it was food poisoning or the flu or what. Uh, but couple that with the fact that I was a freshman in high school. It was my very first debate meet. And for whatever reason, the debate teacher decided rather than put you in a debate, which is typically like a one-on-one or like a team deal where you're talking about a point, I did what's called the forum version, which is you stand in front of a crowd of people and you provide basically a speech on a particular topic. And I was sick already. I was sweating. I got up there. I was nervous. And it just happened. I made it through my speech. I came in like fourth place. I, I toughed it out. Nice, congrats. And not only that, but how many, I was, how many people were in? I guess because if you took fourth out of four, I'm, well, I, I guess I don't remember how many contestants. <laughs> there was two hundred people in there. I, I don't know how many were contestants, but right. in any case, I left the room. I went straight. I was I'm not old enough to drive. I was a freshman. I went straight to our like table waiting area and called my mom. Said, "Hey, I got to go." This is, it's sort of like a wrestling meet where there's like a bunch of events in a row. So yeah. typically you don't leave. It's like a, it's like a whole day long thing. I called my mom. I said, "I got to go." And then this this girl came over from another school, and she was she, we were talking, and she was kind of flirting with me, and I was like, oh, I'm I'm 15 or 14 or whatever, however old you are. And I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. So I texted my mom, said, never mind, I'm good, and I stayed there for the entire meet with shit pants. Wait, you okay? Wait, 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 wait. for what the purpose that? of this conversation. You were, you were wait, that is bold. Your pants. Yeah. 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 Why I, didn't I, you go to the bathroom, I, throw was, them away, and clean yourself, and then just free ball it the rest of the day? Well, I okay, so I didn't <laughs> I didn't throw them away. I did go to the bathroom. I'm still and sitting clean in myself. my dirty shit pants. <laughs> I, I, did, I did go to the bathroom and clean myself as best I could. 
Just but, throw them away and free ball it, well, man. I was just 14. I didn't have that experience yet. <laughs> He's like scooping water out of the toilet. I didn't do that in the sink. I went in and used wiped. Up a day. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. The water it. fountain. Or a bite it. A yeah. bit it. <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, so I sat not only toughed out my shit pants for the debate meet, I also toughed it out to talk to this chick. That turns out she was completely inconsequential in my life. I don't even remember who she is. Damn it, man. But I, I gave up my all. Shit went home. And then... That's um, commitment. That is, though. Hats off to you. I mean, to be fair, at 14, do just about anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this girl wants to flirt me, and I'm sitting in my dirty poop pants? I know. I am, to this day, I just... There's no way I didn't smell like absolute fucking garbage. She's like, like, this guy needs a shower. She's kind of cute. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, That's but probably then, why she was inconsequential. Is she thought you were a kid, <laughs> and then you just smelled like actual shit. You smelled like a man who shit his pants and then sat in them all day long. Or she's she in, was like, mm, maybe not. She's into it though, maybe, and that's why she came up and talked to you. Oh, yeah, she's like, oh, this guy, the old fecal play. Yeah. <laughs> the old fecal play. Well, hey. Thanks for sharing, man. Well, hold on. There's a second half. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. Because it had happened again. Um, as those of you who may know me know, I worked for a relatively prominent local politician, um, and I happened to shit myself in front of him, too. <laughs> what? Wow. It was actually, so I was in my office. I, I worked on a campaign. I was in my office at the time working, and I was, again, sick. It was food poisoning or flu or something like that. And I was sitting there, and I, I just tried to sneak out a little, a little toot. Uh, oh, you trusted the old, a fart. Yeah, the, old, the old toot poots. <laughs> yeah. I never trust a fart. 90% of the time, if I feel a fart coming, right to the bathroom. 90% of the you time? You just fart into the toilet? Yeah. <laughs> that used to be my dad's rule for my brother, because he was farting so much inside, he would make him go to the bathroom, or else he would get in trouble. <laughs> That's a strict yeah, yeah. I mean, there's farts where you know you can trust them, but if there's ever a doubt in my mind about whether or not I can trust a fart, I'm hitting the bathroom. <laughs> That's a good policy. Well, Matt. You yeah. should pick that up. Yeah, well, since then, I feel really skeptical about my judgment. But, uh, yeah, it happened, and he was sitting not in my office but in the office next door. Um, and it was just me and him at the time, and I was I mean, I mean, was at work. I can't just get up and walk, just leave for no reason. So I, I don't remember what my – I made some excuse. I got up, and I walked out. And I, I did the thing where I know I'm wearing khakis or some sort of dress pants. I'm like, there is definitely a big old shit stain right on the back of my pants. You definitely could see it, no doubt. So I'm like, all right. So I did the thing where I kind of like sidestepped and like never turned around and like backpedaled out of the office. <laughs> just went to my car and went home. <laughs> yeah. And at that point, I was driving home and I said, man, I got to stop doing this. Well, I'm it's imagining really you guys are like in an intimate setting, like just talking directly to each other. Having like and a then, candlelit dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you pull that. I, I got to go. And just like backing up out of this. Yeah, it was a real embarrassing story, and that is my confession. Hey, these are my way to be a man. Let's let's go ahead and give Matt a small round of applause here for confessing. Thank you for doing that this week, Callan. Do you have a good confession for us? Not anything on that level, but this isn't even really that good of a confession. I wasn't that prepared for this, but that's okay. My confession is I've never peed in a pool. What? That's unbelievable. That's Never almost as unbelievable I, as you only eating mayonnaise. I don't know that I've ever in a pool. I used to piss I in was, a bathtub. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> well, I mean, I was a kid, but it's still pretty Funny enough, gross. as a kid, I used to have a problem with shitting in the bathtub, too. <laughs> it's just been a problem since day one for me. But it's I, all, I, those, I, it's I all that CTE you got going Yeah, on. honestly. I don't think that I've ever peed in a pool, either. Not that I can remember. I've You've always no thought way. that if I were to, the blue dye would oh. like come out and I would be outed. I've like pissed in, in every pool. pool I've ever been in. That's gross. <laughs> That's pretty I rough. Still like, we're adults, pool. man. Get the fuck out and go piss behind a tree. Fuck that. We're adults. I'm a grown-ass <laughs> man. I'll piss wherever I want. <laughs> That's gross. That's a pool. You know, how, you know how much that urine gets diluted immediately? Do you know that there's still fucking your urine floating around when people yeah, are swimming like in it? Yeah, like one part per million. Okay, what if there are 70 people in the pool and they all piss? Yeah, then you're all... Then it's like 70 parts per million, and it's still not a big deal. (laughs) That's disgusting. If you knew 70 people piss in a pool, would you go jump in the pool? (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) No. Like, they all just got done. (laughs) So there's 70 people. How big is the pool? If I ever get a pool, I'm not letting you in. That's a lot of people. I'm going to watch you The normal amount of people on a crowded summer day in a pool piss in a pool. 70 kids, and they're like, all right, it's adult swim time. You can get in. (laughs) 
Oh. We're all grown-ups here. Every single person that we know pisses in the pool. No, but you, Alan has never pissed like in the pool. Like 50% of the people. Like 50% of the people, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I always, I always thought I'd be outed, and I assumed just everyone knew that and no one peed in well, the pool. Well, then you're telling me there'd have to be 140 people in the pool for 70 people to have pissed in the pool. <laughs> okay. That's a big-ass pool to accommodate 140 people. Okay, Hell 140 yeah, piss and a big-ass pool. You're still going in? No, 70 out of the 140, because apparently the ratio is 50 fucking percent of people. <laughs> if I ever get a pool, I'm going to watch you piss in my fucking... You're goddamn right pool. you are. Not in my pool. <laughs> you remember David's pool? Oh, you pissed in there. Yeah. What about the hot tub? Yeah, do you pee in hot tubs? I don't pee in hot tubs. That's good to know. That's classy. Yeah. I've probably joined you in a hot tub. Yeah, yeah. so have I. Yeah. I've definitely joined you in several pools. Hot tub so is too... <laughs> hot tub is... Oh, yeah, you've been in my pee. <laughs> Uh, hot tub is too intimate for me though plus peeing in hot just feels weird another confession because I have pissed in a hot tub before I feel like we should peeing start a thing hot. I feel like we should start a thing where we pull one quote out of context and just post it on Twitter I think peeing in hot feels weird that's a good quote I, I, like I have that. peed in lakes but yeah, I didn't know until last so last year I changed up my habits but like before when I would pee in a lake I would like act like I'm at a urinal and like just pull the snake over the trousers what like in the lake i've done that before i've i'll pee in a lake out to pee past your swim trunks yeah I've yeah done that. like instead of just peeing in my swim trunks i would like oh, i've done no. both yeah that's yeah. weird I yeah. it's, it then, depends on where like it depends on the situation for me i will pee in a lake i've peed both with my pants down and with the snake over the trousers yeah um it just depends like if i'm ha- if there's people watching me and i'm like oh my god but it I, is sometimes hard to pee in front of other people it even is. though they don't know you not, not, not once you get used to it <laughs> you gotta act natural the instinct is to hold still not really do anything while you're peeing <laughs> you, just wanna, you just wanna pay attention to the piss you gotta just pretend like everything's normal you are a fucking that's the animal key. that's why you'll never know when I'm pissing in a pool cause I will be 100% normal I don't really like pools anyway and now we're, I don't think I'm ever getting in a pool with you ever <laughs> yeah, that's fine you're gross I just gotta uh, back whatever. up and smile like when I'm in a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Callan, thanks for sharing, everybody. Let's go ahead and give Callan thanks for the confession hour. He's a my confession. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Jeremy, what's your confession? My confession is that I'd rather cure cancer than prove aliens are real. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's no, a there's cool actually take. there's something that I don't think I've ever told anybody about. <laughs> that's weighed on my conscience heavily since I was about nine years old. Okay. Um, Perfect time to admit it is in front of a microphone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no judgment here. I went to the pool (laughs) with my cousin and her friend, and I think it was a pool in their backyard, and I tried to push her into the pool, and I just pushed her down onto the concrete, (laughs) and she scraped her knee up real bad, and I felt terrible about it ever since. Your cousin or your friend? My cousin's friend. Uh, When I thought you you were having an emotional reaction to admitting something about you and your cousin in a pool. Yeah, that's where I thought the story was going, and you you just pushed her on the pavement, and I'm cool with it. Did you piss on your cousin in the pool? (laughs) Well, she probably got in the pool after she scraped her knee and definitely sucked her knee as a piss. (laughs) But that's uh, not okay, here, so not there. Has it weighed on you because you haven't apologized? Yeah, why don't you just apologize? I you should it, FaceTime well, I don't right know, now. I don't know who she is anymore. I don't think her, her and my cousin are friends. I was very young. Oh, I thought you pushed your cousin. Oh, I thought so too. No, no, my cousin's friend. Mm. I just tried okay. to push her into the pool and I just pushed her down. <laughs> <laughs> I felt terrible. Did you say you're sorry? I'm sure I did. Was <laughs> that, that before or after you pissed on her? <laughs> well, I pissed in the pool and then she probably got back into the pool. So after, yeah, before, I don't know. She probably got her leg infected and had to get it chopped off because there's a fucking. That's why they're not there. friends anymore. Yeah. She hung out there so much she had to get amputated. Yeah, peg leg Priscilla. <laughs> Who names her fucking kid Priscilla? Hey, we went to school with a girl named Priscilla. Who's we? Me and you. When in elementary school, she was only there for like a year or two. But was it probably wasn't? I was not there. No, I'd... you were there. You were definitely you were there up until like sixth grade, weren't you? No, I left midway through fourth grade. Shows what kind of fucking friend you were. I've had a lot of concussions. Leave me alone. <laughs> that would be pretty horrifying if you're just playing around and trying to push someone in the pool. Yeah, I just you push them right onto the water. pavement. Think of, how, think of how horrifying it is for her. She just hung out with her cousin and this fucking kid just, just came up and shoved her into the ground. Yeah, yeah. that's bullying. I felt yeah. pretty bad. Jeremy, shame. Shame, just shame, shame. Hey, shame, no, we're not shame. shaming. This is uh, confession hour. No, everyone, yeah, give, I thought this was a give, safe space. It is. Uh, yeah. Everyone, congratulate Jeremy. Thank you for sharing with Can us. Can you not shame someone in a safe space? 
you can't. I think that's the point. You can't to yourself, space. but you can't outwardly. You have to show like you did a good thing. <laughs> yeah, you have to be supportive on yeah, the outside. But inside, you'd be like, "Wow, you're like, a real piece of about, shit." Yeah, what about this someone that needs like, the the tough love treatment? That doesn't exist that's, in a safe space. Yeah, this that is, that's okay. the downside. Okay. Also, I don't All think right. shaming and giving someone tough love are the same thing. Yeah, tough mm-hmm. love is like Jesus would disagree. All right. Okay. What are you? All right. We talking about the same one. Hunter, you got a you got a confession for us? I do. These are my confessions. <sighs> well, like this, this confession involves someone in this room. God damn. Uh oh. And I don't know if I've ever told you this. Is this a confession like when one time Jeremy peed on me from the top bunk? Oh uh, no, you that was a pretty That's yeah. another pee story. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, you got a real problem. <laughs> I've, yeah, I guess you poop when you shouldn't, and I well, pee when I shouldn't. I, I, when I poop, it's to myself. You do it all over everyone else. That's true. <laughs> That's fair. Spread so the joy. Poop is worse than pee, so. Yeah. Not in your case. I'd rather yeah, you shit was, yourself than okay, piss on me. Okay, that's a pretty good side confession. Side confession, uh, one night I pissed in bed while I was at Matt's house sleeping in the top bunk, and Matt was sleeping on the bottom bunk, and I woke up, and I thought I had just dreamed that I pissed myself, because I was pretty dry when I woke up, and it uh, turns out all my piss went off the side of the bed directly onto Matt while he was asleep. Matt used to have a problem with sweating a bunch in his sleep. I still do. And he woke up in the morning, and he was like, man, I sweated so much. Like, I woke up in bed, like the blankets were just soaked and i smelled uh, terrible and i was like yeah that's crazy man you must have been real sweaty and i but i knew in that moment that i had pissed all over my friend while he was yeah, asleep and what's crazy is that's probably the fourth or fifth time he's pissed on me considering all the pools we've been <laughs> that was the mo- most direct uh piss interaction that we've had together oddly enough my story also involves piss um <laughs> so uh shout out to r kelly by the way yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, it involves you, Matt, cool. as well. Um, but after hearing that your friend pissed on you, I don't think you're going to be as mad about this. I don't know if I've ever told you, but uh, for those that don't know Mr. Holtmeyer as well um, as we do, he was quite the ladies' man in high school. And um, there was one summer that I lived with Matt. Um, it wasn't by his choice, and it was mostly just because I never left. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't. And, that uh, was a... Uh, Summer between sophomore, sophomore and junior, junior year. year. Yeah. So I lived with Matt. And there was one night, uh, which kudos to him, because he was probably trying to, to you know, do some 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 stuff. And uh, he had a lady over, and he was like, Hunter, you're not coming over. And I was like, <laughs> what? Come on, man. I was like, I'll just come over later. And he's like, no, like, you're, you're not coming over tonight. And I was with um, my current roommate now. And so we were driving around at night, and we're like... Well, now what did we do? We were expecting to go hang out with the Matt's house all night. And so we went to Walmart and we started walking around the clearance section and we found a bottle of deer piss. Uh, and yeah, you did tell me about this, actually. Okay. I'm well, aware. Then I don't feel as bad. Cut, cut uh, that out. Cut that out. Uh, <laughs> so um, we bought it. It was like three bucks or something. And we're like, what are we going to do with this? We got a big old bottle of deer piss. And so we took it out of the store and we opened it up and I almost threw up. It smelled so bad. <laughs> and I was like, this is disgusting. And so we had the bright idea to go pour it all over the floorboards of your truck. <laughs> so, like in the bed or like inside? No, inside. No, inside. So we walked up because he was like, how are we going to get in there? And I was like, oh, Matt taught me a trick to get yeah, in his car because he I always used to lock his keys I in his car. I made the mistake of teaching Hunter how to break into my car. Yeah, and so... <laughs> I was like, oh, I know how to do this. And we walked up, and we just opened the door. It was just unlocked, and we're like, score. And we poured a whole bottle of deer piss all over the carpet <laughs> on your floor. And, and like, it smelled so bad. And, like, we were waiting for a couple days to see if you said anything. And I got in the truck with you, and I could, like, faintly smell it at one point. I was like, oh, God. And you never said anything about it. I didn't know this. Well, I don't remember when you guys actually confessed it. Because I think it was still in high school when you told me about it. Um, But I didn't ever notice it myself. Um, But I wasn't happy when you told me. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty fucked up. So I'm I'm confessing to everyone. And I'd also like to formally apologize for porn dear person. I accept your apology, but I will not be clapping for this confession. That's I will be. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Sorry, man. On a side note of uh, weird stories that happened at Walmart, there's one one of the most memorable Walmart stories I've ever had is uh, with Jeremy. And I think it was me, you, and and Gabe Crow. 
and we were walking through Walmart. <laughs> yep. And, <laughs> and Walmart had this promotion for whatever reason where they had like a 40 foot long wall of cheese balls, like the big <laughs> gallon tubs of cheese balls. And there was this poor girl who probably is making minimum wage, working at 10 o'clock at night at Walmart, stocking fucking hating shelves. her life. She was literally stocking the damn cheese balls. And Jeremy goes, ah, watch this. And he walks over to her and goes, excuse me, ma'am, um, do you know where I could find any cheese balls? <laughs> it's literally like a 40-foot long wall of cheese balls. She's got a tub of cheese balls in her hand. Uh, excuse me, ma'am, where can I find the cheese balls? <laughs> She's like... <laughs> uh, and then they proceeded to throw those cheese balls all over my truck. Well, actually. okay, so we got the cheese balls. <laughs> we bought them because um, it was a hell of a deal because they had a 40-foot wall of them, so they were selling them cheap. And uh, we opened the cheese balls in your truck, not with the intention of throwing them everywhere. And then we found a clod of cheese powder <laughs> that was disgusting. A, like a, I, I don't know, like about cheese the size balls of a in credit general card. are disgusting. Yeah, it was like about the size of a credit card, but it was thick and it was huge. And Gabe picked it out of there and like freaked out and threw it to me <laughs> and it started crumbling apart in my hands. So I tried to throw it to Matt, but Matt was driving and he fumbled the bag immediately. Yeah, all that, and, uh, that all was, I remember yeah, from that powder. is Gabe panicking. And then next thing I know, there was a clump of cheese smacking into the window <laughs> and then just all over the corner, the, the, the door. Yeah, yeah. My, my, yeah. Car, my truck smelled like cheese and deer piss and <laughs> <laughs> that truck had seen some tough it was a sanctuary yeah. of hell Sorry, yeah. so a callback to talking about spitting hunter do you remember when you were in the passenger seat of a car and i was right behind you and the windows were open and you <laughs> spit out the window and it just went <laughs> and like back into my window just yeah. went right on my face <laughs> no <laughs> I do not remember yeah, that. That's one of the grossest things. I do remember being hammered drunk at my bachelor party in Vegas, and we got one of those free rides to the strip club that you get if you're <laughs> a bachelor party. And me and another friend of ours, uh, we looked at each other and we were like, you think we can spit in here? <laughs> and this poor guy who's driving this like Chevy Suburban taking fucking assholes like us to the strip club just had probably 15 or 20 loogies in the backseat of his car. <laughs> and, uh, That's disgusting. That yeah, was like recent. Yeah, we were pretty... We were hammered, which is no excuse, but it made it much funnier. God, we were just spitting up a storm in the backseat of his car. I don't know if like the Uber clause says anything against spit. It wasn't an Uber. It was oh, like, it was if just, you go to Vegas yeah. and people find out you're a bachelor party, like the promoters that are on the strip, they'll just give you a free ride in a, in a limo or whatever the fuck. Hmm. Like the first time we were there, we got a free limo ride to the strip club with a free bottle of Tito's and cranberry juice, ice cups, the whole nine. And we polished off the bottle before we got to the strip club. <laughs> then and you spent a shit ton at the strip yeah, club. Yeah, and then you spent a bunch of money at the strip club, which yeah. is why they, uh, they good, make it good worth it. Good business model. Yeah. Hmm. But they don't like take any of your information. They just put you in a car, and we were like... We're home free to just spit up a storm back here. <laughs> That's what we did. The first thing you know when you're off the grid, first thing you do is just spit it. Start spitting. It'd be yeah. hilarious if you guys were really drunk and he thought you were being really discreet about it, but he just hears oh, you guys. No, just... <laughs> no, he definitely heard us. We, were, we made no effort to be discreet. We're just spitting. Imagine Callan trying to participate in that. He'd just, he'd yeah, just be covered in his own. <laughs> Yeah, that is that's an example of where I would not be able to have fun. <laughs> oh my god. That and sandwiches with peanut butter on yeah. them. Yeah. Yep. All right. Jeremy. Take it. All right, it's time for our last segment, everybody. It is. It's time for Is It Worth It? Hmm. We got a good one for you guys this week. Ooh. I think you guys are gonna think about it for a little bit. Uh for the rest of your life, you have to smell really strongly of burnt toast. Like no like we would smell it as though someone was burning toast in this room. Like if I like, just so sitting, if, me if sitting here, you decided could smell that me. it was worth it. It would smell like burnt toast in this room right now, strongly. Okay. But for the rest of your life, you get retractable gills and webbing between the fingers and toes of your hands and feet. Yeah, I'm taking. And you're yeah. super good in water. Oh. So you can breathe in the water, salt water or fresh water, but you smell mm. fucking terrible. You can breathe in. Okay, so let me ask you, you this gills. question. Yeah. I'm um, so. You have gills. You have the ability to swim underwater. How do you handle pressure? Like water pressure? Yeah. Like if you if or you just like stage fright. <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> no, that's a good question. That's an aspect that I did not think about. 
but when you have the gills and the webbing out, um, it's three times the normal human's ability to handle pressure. So you can go like like 30, 30 feet. feet deep? <laughs> well, no, it's probably it's... like 150. Oh. But, uh, I think like solo divers who like dive for clams and um, like, uh, like mollusks. East Asian mollusks. island. Clam people? Places. Mollusks. They can they can free solo dive without any scuba deer or anything like that up to like a hundred feet. Yeah, I have seen people. So you, could, you ever seen the people do it in like the deep swimming pools? I'm gonna go get something to drink, so I'm gonna let you everyone else choose right. their fates. But I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and let you guys know I'm definitely taking it. First and foremost, you're not gonna be able to smell me underwater, so who gives a shit? <laughs> so you're just gonna live underwater. <laughs> well, I mean, I could. How are you gonna? Di- well, you could live under an oil rig. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you should be like a folklore creature. I mean, I can find, I can still come out of the water. I can just find a cave. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and I mean, it seems secluded. Just like I'll just turn into old Greg, basically. Who have the same powers you do? So, so you uh, yeah, if I are my jizz like genetically changed, so like I'm <laughs> I'm sprouting out a little web creature. That's man. another good one sentence quote. <laughs> are my jizz genetically changed? <laughs> No. <laughs> she get pregnant faster because they swim better. Ooh. No. Okay. Yeah, I'm still taking it. I don't, <laughs> I don't semen, shit. Your semen remains unaltered. Also, I've been doing a little bit of Googling here. Um, expert freedivers can exceed 400 feet on a single breath. Wow. And Is our vision enhanced when we're underwater, too? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Not not enhanced necessarily, but like your eyes won't burn from being open underwater. Well, I'm not even necessarily worried about that, but can I just see a little bit better? Because like some water is pretty fucking murky. No, you can't see through murky water any better. Okay. But, like, your eyes aren't going to... Your vision's not going to be blurry. Like, you know how you open your eyes on the water, it's blurry? It's not blurry anymore. Okay. Yeah, I'm still going to take it. And, like, you think about it, eventually, humans will get used to the smell. Like, like smells, if they're around it enough, they'll kind of build up somewhat of a tolerance to it. So, if... You know, I, hopefully I'll find an old lady who's like, you know what, burnt toast really isn't that bad, and she'll get used to it. <laughs> That's what I think. I think if I if I I would upon getting this uh, choice, I would sit down with uh, the fiance and I'd say, listen, if I smelled like burnt toast forever, would you leave me? And then you know, if she said no, I, I love you, I'd say cool, is and there, then I'd do it. Is there a condition out there where you just can't smell anything? Yeah, probably. But yes. then you also can't taste anything because you're tasting. So you just gotta find one well, woman yeah, that has that. Your taste is like connected, reduced. Yeah, find the one woman who has that. Yeah, <laughs> huh. I'm sure there's more than one person. All right, you guys yeah, finish up. I'm gonna go grab something to drink and I'll be back. Um, well, I think everybody thinks it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it. I, I would, I would probably take it. Um, I think that you could really be a useful asset to humanity if you were capable of exploring underwater depths without the restrictions of normal human beings. Isn't like 90% of the oceans are unexplored right now or something? Yeah. I always heard that more people have been to the moon than have been to the bottom of the ocean, and I don't know if that's true. I think that is true. Because like the... (laughs) (laughs) I really hope that you'll be able to hear that. (laughs) The Marianas Trench or whatever is um, like deeper than Mount Everest is tall. Yeah. And I think there's only been like two or three people down there ever. Huh. I'm still trying to think what I would use my super swimming abilities to do that would be better than my life now. You could start a really successful YouTube channel. You could That's do true. that. That's true. That's how all the kids are making you would, their money. You would probably go down as like a legend as far as like people would know like... Well, and so say you're able to dive the, like the toast web guy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I think that I think you'd be super rig. useful, like finding sunken treasure. Yeah, or even like yeah. looking yeah, for that's shipwrecks and shit. Life. Yeah, yeah. wealthy. Because you'd be able be to cool. dive, uh, let's say, fifteen hundred feet down, something like that. It'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I thought you said three times the per. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, because like yeah, like, like free divers who like you'd have to you'd have to condition yourself to get down that far, but. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. I, w- I was watching a documentary all about shipwrecks and planes that have crashed in the ocean and stuff, and just being able to spend, like, you could probably go get a grant from a university to just live your life exploring for that. That'd be, that'd be kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Where are your gills? Wherever your you want neck. them. Wait, wherever we want them? Yeah. You could have dick gills if you wanted. <laughs> no. I want them on you my could, calves. You could flex them while you're... No, I don't want them on my calves, because I'm going to be moving them when I swim. I'll probably put them, like, right on my rib cage. Seems like a good place for some. Are they gills. like? Is that a weak spot? Like if you were in a bar fight and someone punched you in the gills, would well, they're retractable. They're retractable, so no. Oh, cool. You can just put them away, and you're webbing put, too. I'd probably put them right on my chest then. Your gills? Yeah. Would you be shirtless? 
Well, I assume. Wait, so. you're gonna I'm be swimming around with a shirt on? Well, if it's cold water, you want like a wetsuit. I'm only going on warm water. I One just assumed, I assumed like it didn't. I think it'd be bottom on my feet. That's where your webs are to swim walking? with, man. Mm, yeah. yeah, but you get the most water pushed through there when you're kicking your feet and stuff. You get oh, a ton oh, of oxygen. I wonder why evolution hasn't done that. Because fish, fish don't have any feet. <laughs> huh. Fish, yeah, do not have feet. Yeah. But their gills aren't on there. That's a hot take. The gills are probably <laughs> where they're at because they're closest to the organs. So right, that's, what I was, that's why I said on to my transport the chest. Blood. That's Seems why they're like on my ribcage. Right or your neck. That's a good snap, though. Yeah, I also thought about my neck, but I think I'm going to stick with the ribcage. My neck seems pretty basic. Yeah. Put them right on your forehead. Oh, yeah, right on your face. Either cheek. Just gills. <laughs> fucking ugly. Oh, yeah, you can open it up like a dinosaur. Yeah. What's that dinosaur that Dude, spits? Dude, that'd be Velociraptor. Yeah. yeah. What's the one that spits venom? Velociraptor venom. <laughs> Maybe. Edition. It's a oh, triceratops. No, I'm not a paleontologist, but I don't think that's right. Hmm. Maybe, though. Okay. Uh, that's all the time we got. But we are up. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. I'm pretty. I'm pretty close on it. Like, but I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be overly like enjoy, like be really happy about doing it. But it's like you can't well, pass up that. I was gone for a second, but did you point out that you're not the strongest swimmer? Yeah, I'd be able to Seems swim. Seems like you could practice. <laughs> yeah. Swimming is a learnable talent. It is. Yeah, especially if you can breathe underwater. If I can breathe underwater, I mean, yeah. I'd yeah, you up. don't even need to know how to swim then. Yeah. yeah. You might be a little bit less efficient, but <laughs> just like, you'll be fine. I'll just sink and then have to figure it out by the time I get to 1,500 feet. <laughs> like, okay, now I can't breathe. <laughs> all right. Huh. Do we all decide we were doing it then? I take it. I think so. I think we're all on the same page. I'm out. You're, you're not I'm doing it? I'm just kidding. I'm totally like, doing that's it. That's so dumb. <laughs> how, how burnt is the toast? Pretty charred, burnt. Charred toast. Like, like it's black. Yeah. He did say it's like very strong. Like, yeah. All right. Okay. Still doing it? Yeah. <laughs> Is it burnt cinnamon raisin toast? God. <laughs> it's a burnt cinnamon raisin bagel. You don't like raisins. That, that's kind of pleasant smelling, man. Burnt? Callan's like, I fucking hate you raisins. Like, so yeah. I, smell them burnt. <laughs> I like the smell of burnt ass raisins. I don't like to eat regular raisins. Mm. Okay. That's all the time we got. Guys. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening this week. Send us your questions. Yes. Yeah, so keep sending them. Follow us Follow on social us. media. Give us the five-star rating if you... Give would. us a good old thumbs up. Yep. Um, and uh, sorry that we uh, missed you guys for two weeks. Hope you enjoyed it. And we'll be back next week, though. We will. Assuming there are no more riots or curfews. Or a meteor. Or a meteor. Yep. Yeah, okay. If we all die, that would throw a wrench in things. Or one of us died, really. Well, we could probably still record. What if, we recorded, what, if we record, week. what if we recorded from the funeral? That's what I was going to say. If if I die between now and next recording, I want you to record on my wig. All right, deal. We'll put if, some headphones it's on gonna be hard to. <laughs> it's going to be hard to convince your family that that's the appropriate thing to do. But well, we yeah, but we can, we can yeah, yeah, we have got the proof. Yeah. I'd also like that. If I die between now and next recording. Actually, if I die, period, and we're still doing ALP, bring the equipment, record, and use my body as the table for which the laptop sits on. I uh, would like you guys to dump a whole bunch of deer piss into my casket. <laughs> I'd Jeremy like just a totally normal funeral. Please don't do a podcast or dump deer pee on me. <laughs> and with that being said, we, we are now. Full of Guinness till I'm past my limit. Shots lined up, thrown back, never sip it. Then my vision go black in a minute. We gon' open that bottle and break it then. Chasing at makers with Jameson. Party when it's Saturday again, but you won't see me on Sunday like mailman. I'm on my chumba wumba, clutch a cup of vodka shifting from Mother Russia. Just a badass motherfucker with a bar tab that got me crunching numbers. 21 and under, the same for you. I stay lit, drinking brews and breaking rules with straight shots under me. No pay per view, so all I really got.